listening to the Apollo Podcast Network. Again, we are the millennials. He keeps saying that, but I don't know what that means. I regret my friendship with you guys. Take podcast episode is it 30 i ask this every time welcome <laughs> to episode 30 huge episode we are doing a new movie shout out to our overlords our streaming overlords uh new content folks we are joined by the one and only joey molinaro boy, boy, boy. shout out everybody Mol- don't mean to be that guy molinaro molinaro, molinaro. Common mispronunciation, but, you know, I'm trying to spread the word. <sighs> you know what? You're kicked off the podcast. So. <laughs> yeah, now we're done. <laughs> Molinero. All yeah, right. No, you're good, man. Yeah, yeah. Thanks Joey, not a problem. Joey actually bring in some uh, clout to this podcast <laughs> of, uh, of a few hundred followers. Um, Joey joins us from Barstool Sports. Joey, how you doing, man? I'm great. It's, um, you know, in Indy, at least, it's starting to open back up a little bit. Still wearing masks, still being smart and all that stuff. But uh, we don't have to be cooped up into our apartment, you know, all hours of every day anymore. So that's, yeah. that's pretty nice. Well, it's all of us way. are in Texas. Except, well, no, yeah, Texas and Louisiana. So no, I'm is, back uh, in Texas because oh. I decided to make my life horrible. I don't I don't know. I'm a sl- or it was open, but now you guys are reverting back. Yeah, yeah. we're regressing. <laughs> we went too hard. It was not like, <laughs> we went one way. God damn it. Um, well, <laughs> yes, but it's all remote right now. And after my breakup with Hot Dad, I was like, I just can't be in this state anymore. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Dude, yeah, fuck you. What? what? You, what's the story with the hot dad breakup here? Oh, it's yeah. oh, huge it's, news. It's, it's drama. In, it's huge news in the, that and uh, that and another one where she went on a Twitter rant yesterday. So it's um, it's fun yeah. times around the one take pot household. I'm doing really I'm doing really well. Um, I got I ended things with hot dad who was a single father I was seeing and i made him watch all these movies with me and i didn't get to profit off of that for king of staten island this time um but i ended things because he's a bad communicator did you hear that you're a bad communicator (laughs) and he literally then just goes you're just high maintenance because you were asking when we were gonna hang out the next day and i was like okay cool so then i decided to go on a date with some other guy i met off hinge like randomly because he told me he'd buy me king of staten island and it was 20 dollars on amazon prime so i didn't want to do that and so we went out he basically told me he did not understand why i would get a phd (laughs) but he was like that is an ultimately useless thing to do and i was like okay what do you do he's like i'm a recruiter and I was like, ah, oh, yes, a much more meaningful like, <laughs> career than what I do. And are you yeah. molding young, young minds? Is that what you're doing? Are you no. molding young minds? Like, no, because that's what he not. doing. That's what he's doing. Oh yeah, he mold- he he is a company simp. I will Jesus say that till Christ. I die. He is a company <laughs> simp. And I I mm, anyway, he also said I went to a bad school. 
He said, I went to a bad undergraduate institution for no reason. He also said, um, uh, he said I was dressed too pretty for the date, which was very confusing to me. And then when we got back and I was like, I don't want to go upstairs and hang out with you. He was like, okay, that's fine. That sucks. But like, whatever. But like, do you want to go upstairs and fool around? I have a joint. And I was like, no. Um, you can you can enjoy your blunt. It's fine. And he then goes, no, it's a fucking joint, you dumb bitch. He didn't say that part. But he was like, it's a it's a fucking joint. And he just decides to go on this long ass rant about the difference between joints and blunts while I'm trying mm. to drop him off at his apartment. And I proceeded to tell him to just go fuck himself and that he was the worst person I've ever met. And then he left his keys in my car after I drove off and I had to go bring them back. <laughs> So the King of Staten <laughs> Island starring Pete Davidson. <laughs> I, that's my thing. We told her. We told her. It. We told her we get. Uh, we we give her five minutes about it, and I now we're moving on. I'm so angry, but it is on brand for what we're talking about. I think this week, which is disappointment and feeling lonely and dissatisfied and apathetic. So and marijuana. Joey, welcome. Yeah. Yeah. Story short, though, so you, he didn't get you King of Staten Island? He did not give me King of <laughs> He didn't even fucking... No, I spent $20, and I bought canes by myself and drank a bottle of wine and was just sad. You know what? It would have gone great. You know what? You know what would have gone great with that canes? You know what would have gone great with that canes? What? A joint. <laughs> or a, a blunt. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. But I don't, whatever. It doesn't matter. What, what? I don't fucking know what it was. And I'm <laughs> like, you said joint, so. I, I think, yes, I do think that is really what he was offering. But also, as I was driving away, I was like, should I just call the cops on him for no reason? Because no. I hated him so no. much. I was like, do I become, I was like, do I become a narc in this moment? Because no. I hate, I hate men so much. It's karma. That's bad. You know, it's good that you didn't. Because if you would have done that. And karma would have come back to you. You know what I mean? Karma's still coming back for me. Like I don't. I don't on top I of all this, uh, we we had an identity crisis with her on Twitter last night when she was like, "Oh, should I start an OnlyFans?" It's like, what? What are you doing? What are you everyone doing? Told, everyone told me yes. Like seventeen okay. different. So like every so I have like fifteen guys that I guess like simp mm, for me mm, on Snapchat mm, and they were all like I'd subscribe and I'm like I fucking know you would Jared. Derek. <laughs> um De- <laughs> That's not his name. There's like fifteen of them and none of them are named Jared. Dex, what do we call uh Caitlin? Mr. Bitches. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> moving moving on joey uh people know you for uh of course all the impressions on uh on instagram as well as uh twitter i mean i know you from uh last football season the um the nick saban impression so yeah. is that <laughs> just a little background for you after we just had that uh whatever <laughs> that was so what um, what is what is your background and and uh as far as how'd you get involved with barstool yeah, man. So that Nick Saban one was uh, the one of the first ones that really popped off last football season. And then uh, people were like, oh, what else can you do? And I, you know, I had a pretty good coach show that I felt good about. And so I did that <laughs> and uh, had a little back and forth with them. And then from there, it was like, OK, I got people who were kind of following along and seemed to like it. And uh, I just kept trying to make funny stuff. And from that point, you know, and then like February, 
I linked up with the Pardon My Take guys when they were in Indy for the Combine. And then um, the next thing I know, I was on a flight to New York to go uh, see Dave. So, you know, it happened pretty quickly, I guess. But it's, I, uh, yeah. I heard Dave Portnoy has, like, a rooftop. Did you get to go to the rooftop? <laughs> oh, my God. We don't... No, that's, like, a thing, apparently. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean, you're probably from the Caller Daddy stuff. You're yeah, probably that's where I heard it from. <laughs> I, I did not get to make the trip to said rooftop. Oh, that was uh, I was with my wife, so he probably didn't want to hang out with a married couple and, you know, uh, Alex Cooper and Sophia, what's her name? Franklin? Franklin, yeah. You know, they're, uh, for 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 an eligible uh, man like Dave, it's probably a little bit more interesting to hang out with somebody like that. No, I'm just messing around, but uh, no, <laughs> I did not get to go up there. We were just going ah. this, and uh, yeah. So, so. The, uh, the part of my take guys are pretty good, uh, pretty good crew to link up with if you had to link up with anybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they come to Indy every year for the combine. Like I said, that's where I am. That's where I still am. And I just hit up Hank and was like, hey, let's do something. He's like, yeah, for sure. That'd be great. Got to spend a few hours with them one of the days they were here. And um, from there, you know, got linked up with Portnoy. What's the uh, what's the situation with you in movies? Where are we at? What's your uh, no? What's uh, what? what, How do you go? How do you go about watching? How, how do you go about watching said film? No, like, uh, like, how do you feel about movies? Or is it something that you're super interested in? Do, do you like art? Like, do you like cinema? At first, I took that question was like, you know, are you like lay down on the couch? Do you like that? <laughs> turn it up? Like, you know, are you the up? big spoon or the little spoon when it comes to film? Like, what's the uh, little spoon? My wife okay. is a pet. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, movie yeah no of course i mean i'm you know i i wouldn't i want to say like i'm like lights camera pod guys where like i've seen every film and i call them films and like i rate them <laughs> but i mean i'm a huge huge movie fan always wanting to see the new stuff that comes out you know all the classics that people could think of and talk about i try not to be movie quote guy because i think movie quote guy is kind of annoying um we've made fun of that <laughs> yeah like at, in the work environment mostly because I feel like movie quote guy in the work environment always am I allowed to curse on this podcast? Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> fuck no. no. <laughs> I, you know, I mean, I just feel like movie guy or movie girl uh, person in in the work environment they always fuck up one part of the line and it just it makes <laughs> me so mad. You know what I mean? Like they always talk about the most popular quote and then they fuck it up just a little bit at the end where I'm like, you guys suck. But. Um, where was I even talking about? Anything, uh, anything Will Ferrell, I imagine, is always in the, the oh, Step Brothers yeah, you realm. Got your the... Step Brothers, you got your Billy Madison. Mom, the meatloaf. Yeah, all that stuff. But uh, big, big into movies. Love them. Awesome. So uh, sorry that we made you pay this much for uh, the first time being <laughs> on this podcast. I mean, like the first guest we've ever made have to like pay for a movie actually. But no, I just uh, wanted to see it. I mean, I'm a Pete Davidson fan, so I was like, I want to watch it. So it just worked out. I'm not really, but this may change that. The um, the King of Staten Island. We're finally going to get into it. Let's see here. The King of Staten Island has uh, 7.2 on IMDb. Came out this year. Was released on June 12th. Um, Scott has a case of arrested development since his firefighter dad died. That's the first line of this uh, <laughs> synopsis. He spends his day smoking weed and dreaming of being a tattoo artist uh, until events force him to grapple with his grief 
and take his first steps forward in life, written and directed by Judd Apatow, Pete Davidson, and his writing partner as well, Dave Cyrus. Stars, Pete Davidson, Bell <laughs> Pally, Rick, oh wait, sorry, Moises Aries. Moises Arias. Uh, Arias, sorry, Maud Apatow. Moises Alou, uh, <laughs> Mar- Marissa Tomei, and uh, the one and only Bill Burr, who we're going to have some conversations about him. I don't because... fucking like him. Okay, whatever. And uh, <laughs> this uh, this movie, I don't know what the budget was on this, and I don't know if we'll ever know because they released it on streaming. We'll see how much it comes up. They'll, they'll report that it actually made when there's 0% chance that it actually made that amount of money. But... Um, has a 72% on Rotten Tomatoes uh, from critics, 87% user score. So people like it. I think the main complaint with this movie is that it it's a little too long. And that may be where the critics, I think, gave it its biggest uh, complaint. So give it a uh, user score, review, what have you. Joey, we'll start with you first. Give it a little review and a letter grade, if you would. Wow, letter grade. Okay. I'm used to, obviously, the Barcelona background. I'm used to the one to ten scale, like the pizza reviews. Um, yeah, I would agree. I would agree with that. Like, there, it, it was a, it was a movie that I don't know why I kind of had low expectations going in because obviously, I, um, Judd was making it, and like I said, I like Pete Davidson. I support a guy like that. Um, and I knew it was basically about his life, right? Like it was, it's essentially, um, his story, uh, in a, you know, in a fictional way, but, but is his life. And so I was like, okay, this would be cool. I've heard a lot about his situation, obviously with his dad, he's very kind of open about it. Um, but I had low expectations going into it. And so when I saw it, I was like, there was a few actual laughs from me. Like I didn't, I know it was supposed to be a comedy, but I was like, okay, Pete, you brought the heat on some of these. Like, I appreciated the writing. I think that the friend part, I didn't really under, like, really the whole basis and the premise of, like, his friend group, I didn't really understand how it tied in. And, like, even more so after, like, while I was watching it, I was kind of like, okay, I don't see how this plays in with his mom and, like, Bill Burr, who eventually is going to come in and him, like, figuring himself out. Like, the the the, the pharmacy stealing thing that I'm... <laughs> what a wild turn. <laughs> I, I really... I'm, like, I just... I don't even really understand or get why that was necessary. It, it provided nothing after that. Like, literally, his friends got caught, went to jail, and we found out that that girl was real. I feel like <laughs> they could have done that in a very different way than making them have a high set of pharmacy... Um, but uh, yeah, so besides that, and then, like you said, the length, I felt like the first 35 to 40 minutes, we could have, we could have wrapped up pretty quickly. Like we could have started with them out on the beach and the kid comes up and gets the tattoo. You know what I mean? Instead of them being in the basement and them having pizza and then I was, I was kind of like, all right, where are we going here? Then once the ball finally got rolling with Bill Burr, that's kind of what I was grading it on from that point on. So I would say a B minus for me. I feel like that's, yeah, I feel like that's where a few, well, at least that's kind of what in the range I feel like Dex and I are. But we'll start with the people that didn't like it. Caitlin, little uh, follow-up to that. I didn't say I didn't like it. You Um, shat on this movie all (laughs) night. I just hate Bill Burr. In this movie, I like Bill. I just didn't. I felt no empathy for him. Um, I I don't know. First of all, the length thing I think is just part of the Apatow genre at this point. 
But it's like, if it's not a long ass five hour long film, it's not an Apatow film. Because I mean, like Trainwreck was also like too fucking long. And like, Some main complaint people, with, yeah, yeah, funny people. Funny people way too long. It's just the genre, I think. <laughs> like, that's what he does, is a movie that's too fucking long. Could have been actually a lot better than it was, but it was really good. Um, I like Pete Davidson. I've been following him since he was on, like, Bro Code on MTV. Um, which is, like, how I know that his ex-girlfriend's in the movie at the very beginning, Carly Aquilino. Um, is like the girl at the party who accidentally asks about his dad because of the tattoo. That's his ex-girlfriend that he cheated. He cheated on her with Ariana Grande. Um, so like, I've, I've kind of followed his life a little bit because I've liked his comedy. I liked the work he did on SNL. Um, I think he's pretty good, but I, I don't know. I, I liked it. I think Marissa Tomei was as usual amazing. Um, she's one of my favorite comedians out there. Um, I don't know. Like, I just think that, like, for instance, I wanted to like the Bill Burr character, like, at all more. And, like, at the end for that to be a more satisfying conclusion for me that, like, everything's fine somehow. And I just didn't. I ended the film being like, I don't really fucking care. Um, he is a bum and I don't think he should be with Marissa Tomei. She deserves better. And, uh, I felt bad for Kelsey. That's like pretty much my feelings. I'll give it a B plus. Uh, what a change. <laughs> <laughs> I, I liked it. Like I thought that it was funny. Than me. You say you didn't like it. I literally <laughs> never told anyone that I didn't like this movie. I just have a lot of complaints. <laughs> no, she just, she just shitted on it all night in the group message. I, I was but, also... Yeah, it's a, I was also so depressed and so drunk. <laughs> uh, eventually, I'll be ready for the Caitlin curveball, but like it's still messing me up because like no, I Titanic like an A minus after calling it the worst movie ever made. Basically, Rose is a dumb bitch and should die. A minus. Rose, like. Rose is a dumb bitch and should have died. But like, yeah, and Kelsey should have been the star of this movie because I ended up watching uh, this film. Um, <laughs> like, Kelsey. Wait, wait, no, no, no. You, you you were there, but then no. Kelsey is a Kelsey is a math genius. We'll we'll get into she it later. Add, Kelsey can add three numbers. <laughs> That's super she did impressive. basic algebra, <laughs> which to be fair is more than Pete Davidson could do. So technically, she does win on that front. She is a comparable genius, <laughs> and I I don't know. I felt. Her arc was my favorite arc, but that's probably just because it was relatable. Where I was all like, "Yeah, fucking kick that bum out!" Like Staten Island ten, dude. Also, fuck Staten Island. Someone on the bar the oh, other night okay. was talking about Staten Island, and like, I've never met someone I liked from Staten Island. I don't know. This Families. is gonna go on YouTube. <laughs> this, this is going. Go- <laughs> um, my, strong. Parents, my parents are from the Bronx, so like, I can say that. Fuck Staten Island. Is that what that means, being from the Bronx? Yeah. Everyone that's, like, actually from New York hates Staten Island because Staten Island's not. It's just New Jersey. Right. But they try to be New York. Yeah. They do try to be New York, but it's not. It ain't real. You're just caucus part two. If we get but... all of Staten Island in our mentions because of you, I'm never, we're <laughs> then, kicking you off. Then fucking do it. <laughs> fucking do it. Cancel me for <laughs> this. Wow. Staten Island's going to cat. I want I want to get canceled for this. Oh, by Staten okay. Island? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, by the entire of Staten Island. A series of Guidos just cancels you? <laughs> That's like my people. 
Like, they can't really cancel me. Dex, what do you give it? Um, I he hated it, but A plus. <laughs> yeah, Kate Fucking trash. Um, I actually did really like this movie. Um, one of the first movies we watched in a while that I was like, I'll probably watch this again. Like, not for the pot. Um, yeah, it's cool. I laughed. I wasn't like emotionally affected by much of it, like I was supposed to be. I think so. I can't give it like an A or whatever, but like I'll give it like a B. I'll give it a B, flat B. Yeah, it's pretty good. It earned its 82. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Jake. (laughs) This is so apathetic. Actually, (laughs) I I think I figured out why. Welcome to the One Take Podcast, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) I figured out why Bill Burr sucks. It's because he has the audacity to be a Jets fan. Yes. And a Red Sox fan. Yes. (laughs) Wow. At the same fucking time. Also, who goes to minor league games? What fucking trash? With season tickets. Look, that sounds look, so yeah. inconvenient. <laughs> no, look. He's a dumbass. So let me just say this and look Royden right in the eye during this Zoom meeting. Literally anyone that goes to see minor league sports is trash. I can get huh. going I can okay. get going one <laughs> night or two nights, like okay, yes, they're giving out passes. like special like taco shirts or whatever yeah, they do at minor league. You're not games. gonna go to you're not going to go to 50 Cent Beer Night to the Houston Skeeters to go <laughs> no. see them play. <laughs> to go see them play. To the Round Rock Express. You're not going to go see that for 50 Cent Your Beer. Your selling point is the cheap beer. It's not yes. the sport. Yeah, well, it's the sport. I could go get cheap beer like down the road. For 50 like, Cent. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, having season okay. tickets, it's like <laughs> Wednesday night. There's a Sugar Land Skeeters game I got to go to because I have tickets <laughs> for this shit. Season <laughs> tickets is a yeah, That's Sugar insane. Lane, yeah, Sugar Lane skin. The 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 season tickets though is is asinine. I don't know why you would do that for a minor league game for you know like a Thursday night in Staten Island. Yeah, fuck it. I'm gonna go see. A, I'm gonna go see a Staten Island Yankees game. Why not? But like another uh, to your point about that scene. Like I thought that like playing it up. Oh yeah, I got tickets to the Yankees. He's like, oh fuck yeah. And then it's, oh, no, Staten Island. Like, I was like, oh, okay, haha. Like, <laughs> get the bit. I didn't know we were going to fucking. <laughs> with the entire fire department. Like, felt like that conversation could have been elsewhere when he's going off at the Staten Island Yankee game about why firemen suck. I'm like, this is just not the point. Yeah. With also just a grossly underused Steve Buscemi. Like, I just. R.I.P. Like, not R.I.P. He's alive. <laughs> He's quite alive. <laughs> Very R. much alive. He was but into- R.I.P. the use of him in this film. Like, I don't know. I See, I didn't, I, me being such a Sandler guy, like, I, I, I've I, grown to know, obviously, uh, Bishimi as, like, the, you know, he does funny stuff. And, like, uh, he had funny lines in this movie. Yeah. But him being, like, the grandpa of the fire department, like, making sure everybody was okay was a weird adjustment for me. Yeah, it yeah, is weird that all of a sudden he's like, "Wow, you're old." Like, like, yeah, like, like, you're, you're speaking the words of wisdom. Like you're you're crazy eyes and Mr. Deeds. Like <laughs> you're the dude like marking off no, the I, people not to kill. In yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, now you're like telling Pete Davidson why his dad mattered. I'm like, right. this, this is wild. Weird turn. Sorry, Jake. We got off track. Go Sorry. ahead. What's your what's your <laughs> Fuck okay. minor league baseball, Jake. <laughs> A minus fuck minor league baseball. Jake is That's not my review. 
Jake hated this. I don't think Jake really liked this movie at all. <sighs> okay, it's not that I hated it. I, I like it because it's an Apatow film, and I, I do love Apatow films. Really, my main issue is that um, this is a half-baked film. Yeah. Like, there are so many storylines that are introduced that never get completed or serve no purpose whatsoever. And so the length issue really is for the idea that, like, we had to constantly introduce different themes and moments from Pete Davidson's life because this is semi-autobiographical. And so, like, all these, like, what I'm going to assume are pretty tangentially related moments in his life have to show up in this film to be like, this is how I got here. They don't matter. And the other issue is that the ending is not earned because there's nothing that happens in the ending. There's no real character growth in Pete Davidson's character. And so when we get to the end, when he's just standing outside in Manhattan and he's looking up and he's happy, it's like uh, the best thing that happened to you is you told a girl you loved her like there's no character growth here you don't have a job you still think this tattoo restaurant idea is going to work out even though it's horrible the big um, hurrah was he made the trip from staten island to new york it's like i've made it the <laughs> <laughs> girly here folks this is the growth the i sat on the ferry for two hours we the did true it, message of this film is your growth is leaving fucking staten island that's a character arc I still don't have a job, but I made it made it out of there. But I Guys, he, got has, out. he has ADD and he sat on that ferry still and read numbers for a he, while. He, he looks had, red. He has Crohn's disease and he did that. He can't really... enjoy a hot dog. <laughs> Her test was gonna take three hours. So that was a long time for him to wait in a city that he's very unfamiliar with. Who knows what he was doing in that three hours? In that three hours, he met Ariana Grande, is what happened. <laughs> Cliffhanger. We have a sequel for what he did in the three hours. Joined <laughs> SNL, made millions it's of dollars. It's just so I thought he was walking across the street, and that's where it happened. <laughs> See, I thought that would have been a good ending, and technically the ending's okay because I think from whatever the building was that she wanted to go take the test, and like the final shot where he's looking up, I think the twin towers stood there, that skyline. And so I think it was like a tiny nod to his father. But like, like that, that's okay. Like I, I get it. I get it. it's a closing. It's you know a step in. Um, I forgot what the word I'm looking for. Uh, the acceptance cycle. Um, but yeah, like have the final scene where he like walks down, passes Rockefeller or something. Sure. Like just be his life. Um, yeah. That being said, for <laughs> to be. <laughs> semi-autobiographical there is a shit ton of heart in this movie yeah like even though p davidson is a piece of shit the whole time and he has no growth i'm constantly rooting for him like i'm constantly hoping for that moment where he catches on and like maybe he does become a firefighter or maybe he realizes that he's a shitty tattoo artist but for some reason is really good cartoon artist um mm-hmm. i thought that so there's was a crap gonna t- happen sorry yeah so there's a crap ton of heart and i'm, I'm there for that but this is a half-baked movie, and I can't get behind it because half the time I'm just going, why is this happening? It serves mm-hmm. no purpose other than a slight comical reprieve. So, C. Okay. Oh. Um, so we got B+, plus, B-, yeah. minus, B+, plus, and C. Uh, real quick, my, I don't know. Uh, y'all said everything that is, to, that is to say. I'm not a Pete <laughs> Davidson fan. I don't like him on SNL. I think he's wow. just like, 
I really don't. Like, I just don't like him. Not that I go out of my way to watch SNL now, but, like, I just think that he – they use him as millennial guy, and that may not be his fault, but it's just, like, we need a young guy. Throw Pete Davidson in there, and it's just yeah. whatever. And, he, and some of that stuff that he does in SNL is there where he just yells, and, like, that's what his comedy is in, on SNL. That being said, some of his earlier stand-up is really funny when he was really young, and this has the most – depth of anything that i think i've seen pete davidson do now granted mm-hmm. i don't know how much depth you get in sketch comedy um but this way i wrote down this was a movie made for younger millennials by a younger millennial and that i feel like judd apatow knew that for a little bit because it touches just ever so slightly on things that a lot of people feel like they're dealing with right now like touches on his depression touches on a little thing touches on like how he doesn't feel accepted anywhere and that's sort of a thing that i feel like a lot of 25 year olds 24 year olds are dealing with right now and pete davidson's well aware of that i feel like i think he's i think he's got his finger really much on him the, his writing partner do have a finger very much on the pulse of what people our age are dealing with and so i think mm-hmm. That's why I like this movie so much. And unfortunately, I related a little bit too much to the. Oh, dude. for sure. I was like, yeah. Ugh, like I didn't feel good about myself after it for a <laughs> second. I was like, I don't, I don't have a bunch of tattoos, but I know what it's like to not like yourself. So that's. Fun. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I know what it's like. To yeah, yeah. So as a dude who constantly gets tattoos to feel something, <laughs> I relate to that. <laughs> yeah horrendous tattoo choices by my guy though i put that on twitter last night like horrendous <laughs> tattoo choices by him oh. like i mean god awful you didn't like, like you didn't like the you didn't huh? like the cat no not the not the tattoos he gave but actually on himself oh, like yeah. those are okay yeah. fine. it's just his ones are not great his arm ones i think are they're fine but like i said the <laughs> skull and the shark right here that's not that's not doing it. Yeah. the i appreciate invasion the invasion of Mar- or whatever the shark what was it the uh it, it's it, it's the uh martian head or whatever on his on his oh chest. the mars attacks head Mar- yeah it's the mars attacks head on it i was just like like it's a nice looking tattoo but it's just random man it's just all these random things as long as he doesn't get face tattoos like post malone i think we're good but like <laughs> then i think we're okay like that starts that starts to just dip your dip i don't know i, I don't, I don't know. know i it's love tough. post malone with his like stupid ass face always tired dude. dude i don't know i'm like stay away maybe it's like that's the part where it's like i relate to this film like with like kelsey where i'm just like i'd do it like <laughs> i'm like still just like i'd sad do it like i don't yeah. know it's i don't like, know i i think I think finally my to wrap up my thoughts. I don't think a lot of the storylines go a little way. Yeah. I was so confused by him getting his friends getting shot in the drugstore. <laughs> what? Like, what? It's that never happen? addressed. Like, it's never addressed. Happen. They're like, we went to prison. What happened to you? Nothing. They didn't even look for him. It's <laughs> like the cops didn't even try. Did they just do? I'm this? not gonna. Did they do that just to make the Jay Z joke? Like, is that literally the only reason they did that arc? <laughs> yeah, aren't all of his yeah. friends in prison? Like that was. Like some of the jokes are really, some of the jokes are really funny. I think a few of them are very Apatow-ish, like improv, go a thousand miles an hour. Like yeah. this is what we're doing here. Um, I felt like Marissa Tomei and Bill Burr were the best parts of this movie. I felt like their they relationship. Were. I felt like them together. Like this movie was just about uh, as much about Marissa Tomei trying to get him the fuck out of her house <laughs> as it was about about um, 
Pete Davidson. <laughs> and I, but the one thing that I did not like about Pete, the, the, the arrested development storyline throughout the through line of this movie where he's just mm-hmm. like, all right, we're done. Like, I don't, I didn't like that characterization where he's just like an asshole all the time and constantly interrupting things. Like eventually like, and they do, they get in a fight, but eventually like somebody's like, dude, shut the fuck up. Like, stop, like stop being weird right now. <laughs> and I guess they do that a little bit, but the, the whole through line of, I don't like this. I'm messed up in him addressing that he's messed up the entire time is like, I'm messed up. I'm messed up. Eventually you can only say that so many times on the script before I'm like, eh, to, I mean, to that point too, I think, like I said, I like Pete Davidson and, and to your point, like, I don't think he, I've always been kind of confused why he's on SNL because I think he's just more of like a stand up like famous guy. Like he's like mm-hmm. famous, famous for being famous at this point almost. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he's not, and he'll even admit that. Like, I've seen interviews where he's like, I have no idea why the fuck I'm even on that show. Because, like, obviously he doesn't do impressions. He's not a sketch, you know, sketch comedy guy. But, like, to your point about him, I think that's something that Pete Davidson, as just a person, like, if you hear him talking just interviews, or, like, he's always so quick, uh, you know, in real life to point out, like, I'm fucked up. I have problems. I blah, 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 blah. And so not even in the script where you're like, all right, you can only say so much. But it's like, Pete, man, what – is this more of just like a personality trait now? I don't know. <laughs> Is it? Are you like, yeah, I mean, if you, I'm glad that he brings awareness, especially like, and we can get into the notes really quick, like 30 minutes into this, we can get into the notes, but he brings awareness just ever so slightly to the antidepressant issues and like, yeah. like drug problems and smoking enough weed and things like that. And just constantly being high or constantly, you know, thinking that you're not, your self-worth is low. Like he, he does that a lot and he brings some good points to that, but it just like there, he, I, I feel like only so many times that you can be like, I'm fucked up. Yeah, man, we know what are we doing about it? And yeah. eventually they get there, but it takes a long ass journey to get there. It's like that scene um, from Riverdale. I'm a weirdo. I'm fucking weird. I'm weird. Do you see this fucking hat? I'm weird. <laughs> All that yeah. being said, I am, uh, I give it like an 88. Like I get like a B plus plus. Like I, I really yeah. enjoyed this movie. I think it's, I think it's right up there with Trainwreck, if not a little bit better. I like, I have to go back and rewatch Trainwreck, but as far as yeah. like the vehicle movies that Apatow does, I feel like, you know, um, Trainwreck, it's right up there with Trainwreck and, and a few of his other films. It's, it's better than the other film, some of the more recent films that he's directed, like This Is 40 and Funny People. <laughs> And stuff like that. It has a little bit more levity than that. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's get into some notes real quick. Um, <laughs> I just wrote uh, college me loved uh, loved that opening song uh, <laughs> with Kid Cudi and King Chip. Uh, Take that for what you will. But um, it he they do the depressed thing in the movie where like, okay, we're going to establish this guy's depressed where he's like, I'm going to close my eyes on a, on a road. Am I suicidal? But then he's not really because they never address like the suicidal aspect of it. The rest of the movie, which I think is weird because being borderline, like having borderline personality disorder is such a huge part of like Pete Davidson's like identity, like identity as I guess a comedian, like he talks about it really openly. So I was kind of surprised why that that wasn't a bigger part. Like, I guess like that depression aspect wasn't a bigger part of it i don't know i think like for me yeah the one of the weaknesses was like how it kind of brings up mental health and then like doesn't really go anywhere Mm -hmm. with it 
which I was kind of surprised because he's been so transparent about mental health. So I just thought that was an interesting writing um, choice. I mean, he doesn't owe anything to be transparent in the script, but he has like a kind of throwaway line after the graduation party where the sister goes in the paints. Yeah. Where she goes, are you going to hurt yourself? And he goes, probably, I don't know how. And I was like, okay, so yeah. that's actually relatable. Like that's, that's a real thing. <laughs> so that's probably the most discussion this film had about mental issues. Yeah. And then immediately begins to start ignoring them. Yeah, exactly. If anybody could do it, it'd be me. I'd be great at it. <laughs> like some, of his, some of his dark humor. And I wrote this down later in the film because when, especially when Bill Burr starts to come in and he's like this sort of, he's not the angry guy anymore, but he's more of the, um, He's more of the. I'm trying to Joe, fuck your mom. Yeah. yeah, schmuck Joe Blow, haha, uh, sport, and <laughs> they're having all this like family conversation and stuff, and his dark humor intermixed with that weird conversationalist humor, um, the weird office humor, I guess, as Joey was saying earlier, is like, is kind of a weird juxtaposition because he's like, I'm gonna kill myself, and they're just like <laughs> Wednesdays, right? <laughs> just, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, the whole opening Joey, conversation is all just like, your dad's dead, huh? That shit's hilarious. <laughs> I kind of liked that. I've been in that situation with a friend who, like, there was someone new in the group and, like, didn't know that their, like, parent had passed away. And they're acting all like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. And it's like, this person has been dealing with this for a long-ass time. Like, this doesn't, it doesn't hit them the same way, my dude. Like, and you're making it weirder by making it weird. So like, but well, like also it her. hits him. Yeah. yeah, it also does hit him, and he has to go have sex with his almost girlfriend, but not come because he never comes. Apparently, I don't know what's happening there. Shout out to uh, antidepressant cum joke. <laughs> what a what a what a line to throw in there. That's as that that is somebody that's like, yeah, this happens. Do you think it's <laughs> the antidepressant? That- Yes, totally. Sure. I would totally come all the time if it wasn't for these the, uh, the One of the best lines in that opening scene was like, you introduced me to the girl that gave me chlamydia. You assisted the chlamydia. It's <laughs> 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 like, my that favorite, was... My favorite is they're like, he can't afford to get rid of it. Like, which implies he still has chlamydia and is doing nothing about it. Um... <laughs> Joey, what do you think about that opening scene where it established him, his like rapport with his friends and all that, but also like I don't know where, how they kind of just lightly touch on some of those issues. I thought I, I'm with you. I thought that was great. I laughed at those same jokes that you were talking about. It established that him and what's her name are banging, so you know that there's going to be some sort of storyline there. Cool. Then how about we just wake up the next day and we're at the beach and the kid hops in. I feel like there was like. 25 minutes or so in between there where we were kind of like figuring everything else out and then all of a sudden we're getting to bill burr and by that point i felt like where's bill burr like the, the you know what i mean i was like mm-hmm. this has got to be more of a main storyline for me and uh so yeah no i loved when they're sitting in the basement it reminded me i think of i probably reminded all of us of sometimes you know when we were young 20s some of you might be in your young 20s still or you know in high school and you're just fucking around you don't really have any direction of anything you're just like to be with your people you like to you know have some weed around and and it was very relatable but uh yeah then after that i was just like all right what where are we going with this let's kind of pick this thing up a little bit jake is 45 years old (laughs) (laughs) 44 right now 45 in november the um 
the uh <laughs> i don't know they, they they do have like a drug scene where it establishes like they're selling drugs to minors <laughs> like like before Three they xanax get, yeah he's like, four. no he goes yeah He's like, can I get six Xanax? And his friend's like, who needs six Xanax? Who fuck needs six Xanax? <laughs> that scene was hilarious, um, man. <laughs> you get four. You look like him, and I fucking hate him. What size are you? Nine? I wear nine. <laughs> <laughs> Igor can wear them. Uh, also, the, what fucking name is Igor in Staten Island? Shout out to Tyler, the creator. <laughs> I don't... The... <laughs> Everyone in this film is greasy as fuck. Yeah. Yep. But that's just accurate. Nobody has watched it. Nobody has washed their face. <laughs> that's just an accurate rendition of what everyone I know in Staten Island looks like. Uh, Staten Island tonight, man. Yeah, just Dude, destroying people. I'm gonna wreck them anyway. <laughs> the my favorite line in this movie, and it was just a throwaway line, is when they're at the um, <laughs> they're at the graduation party, and he goes up to Todd. He's like. What's up, Todd? And he's like, nothing much, man. How you doing? He's like, do you have any weed? Yep. Home run, Todd. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't need for anything else. Yep. Yep. Home run, Todd. Did that end up being Kelsey's brother? Yeah. 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 It was? Okay. Because when he's leaving afterwards, he's like, can I stay with you? No. <laughs> no. I was like, that's so weird bed. to introduce a brother, but I guess we've seen it before. Which also means that he was invited to that graduation, but Kelsey wasn't. No, it wasn't Kelsey's brother. It wasn't Kelsey's brother. It was her, it his, no, it was his sister's, yeah, Claire's sister's uh, brother. Thank you. Um, what? Huh. But it's still They fun. look the same. They, yeah. look, they have the same face. I don't. Underlying racist, underlying racist jokes in here where they're just like the guys like we lost a couple people to ice. And he's just like, yeah, oh shit! Um, I was dying. Which should have happened because they're fighting with Hulk hands for tips. Yeah. <laughs> there should absolutely have been a raid. Which is like the weirdest thread in this movie that I just like keep forgetting happens is that they have like a fucking fight club and you guys just mentioned that and I feel like I just had a vision come back to me where I was like, that's right. That's in this fucking movie. Why? Pete what? Davidson gets his ass kicked this entire movie. <laughs> Which, correct. No, he, I, I, like, he, he gets hemmed up, but with Hulk gloves, like why? what's the point of the Hulk gloves thing? Protection. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Some, someone's Halloween I don't know. costume. I had those Hulk hands when we were when we were kids, and uh, they have like basically like speakers in there yes. that will that that make the Hulk clobbering sounds or whatever. But when me and my brother fought with them, you, you would beat the shit out of each other with those things. <laughs> it was like when you had a when you had a lightsaber, and they were just those plastic things, and you would slap the fuck out of your brother with that thing. Yeah, that shit hurt, man. It was like a bamboo rod. Um, the uh, okay. Uh, the you know, fuck you, fat Kanye. That was a that was a fucking funny line from the from the, uh, from the. I did like in this film, and it was kind of anytime they would insult somebody. It's not like in any Apatow movie they would insult people, and they just and they would move on. In this movie, they would insult somebody and feel bad for it. <laughs> and it's very much a millennial thing to be like that was bad that guy's nice he's a nice guy we shouldn't have been we shouldn't have been that mean to that guy um staten island yankees we had that discussion already 
Um, Bill Burr is great in this, but uh, in the very beginning, he's just Bill Burr. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, mustache Bill Burr. We need a very angry guy to come in here and just yell at Marissa Tomei. <laughs> but rightfully so. My nine-year-old child now has a tattoo. Like, he should be a little pissed off. But, like, I didn't even give your nine-year-old child a tattoo. I don't know why you're yelling at me, sir. How, <laughs> how do you yell at Marissa Tomei? Like, how do you look that beautiful woman in the face? You open the door and it's Marissa Tomei and you're like, never mind. I'm sorry. My kid deserved <laughs> that tattoo. This was my fault, fault, not yours. Which is literally what happens. It just takes him a second. He's all like, ooh, I shouldn't have fucking yelled at Marissa Tomei. I'm like, going back there. I'm trying to fuck. <laughs> I'm trying to fuck. <laughs> the, um... Yeah, I mean, Marissa Tomei is great in this movie. She is fucking fed up, though. When she's like... She has the kid's phone and she's on... FaceTime and you can tell that he's been arguing with this fucking man child for 24 <laughs> years and he's sitting there and just just like, put on the goddamn suit like, <laughs> like, I, I actually feel. have a note about that scene go for it Marissa Tomei has a house working two jobs at an ER in a school can't afford a phone yeah Hey man, rent prices in New York ain't ain't nothing to joke with. She's That's probably fair. she's also likely supporting Pete Davidson's drug habit in this mm -hmm. film because he doesn't have a job. He's literally probably getting an allowance from his mom and spending it on like fucking weed and some yeah. zannies. Like she's paying for that shit. Also putting a kid through school. And putting a child through school. Oh, like right. some university that never gets Man, I I completely forget about the sister storyline because it adds nothing. I actually like the sister, especially Maud. Yeah, I thought the college scene was a lot of fun. I like yeah. wanted to stay at college for longer. You know, Same. I was like, hey, he's getting out there. Good for him. You know, like it, there's there's life beyond just like, you know, being miserable and smoking weed in your mom's basement. And it came and went just like <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Well, and the same with like the pharmacy thing, like scene after in the aftermath. Like, I really liked her. I think in that moment of being like, "Don't fucking do anything." Like, literally, like if you do anything, don't just don't fucking do it. Just because, like, I don't know. I feel as if like we've all been both those people, <laughs> like both the person that's about to do something <laughs> fucking stupid, and then also the person that's like, "Don't do that." Like, literally, if you do anything, it'll be bad. So don't do it. Like, so I don't know. I also like Maude Apatow. I don't know. Remember, kids, no. Dex, what is it? Hashtag don't do crime. Hashtag don't do crime. But like, the, um, also, like, do it because apparently you might be Jay-Z. The only reason to do crime. <laughs> one out of five of you <laughs> might be Jay-Z. Um, you got me to come no. over and touch your balls. Oh, we're going to bring that up again? <laughs> <laughs> Why was that so what a throw, relatable? <laughs> a throwaway line in that movie. Um, you do I don't know. The, I, you do. Uh... My also another one of my we're we're kind of skipping ahead, but um, they do the they do the minor league baseball thing. The Crohn's he's like, just tell him next time you just don't want a hot dog, and he's just like, have Crohn's disease and try to spread awareness. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was one of the scenes that I was kind of annoyed with. I'm glad they put it in there because the payoff in the bar scene later is cool because they're like, then he then heroes actually do get to deserve to have families like they deserve to have families as much as anybody but it took it took pete davidson being a fucking or is it paul i forget but they took him being an asshole to a bunch of people he didn't know to be like for that payoff to happen so like you were saying joey like i don't know like why we do that at the staten island yankees game but 
Yeah, I, 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 I agree. I thought it was very important. Like, I understood what its basis and, like, the meaning behind it at that point, but I, the, the setting was a little bit weird. How about the... How about the cameos from fucking Jimmy Tatro and MPK? Uh, <laughs> yeah, and Action Bronson. Yeah, fucking yeah. Action Bronson at the end. Is it a New York movie if you don't have Action Bronson action in it? Bronson being stabbed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that one, we'll get to that scene here in a second. But the um, I was, shout out, yeah, Jimmy Tatro. We reviewed a movie of him um, with him in it where it's just like he's in all these bigger movies, but like. It's just like him to be like the younger guy in these movies, but like shout out to him for being like a YouTube sensation, and then and then him just going like, nah, fuck that YouTube money. I'm gonna actually go do something with with it. It's actually really incredible how well he's transformed that into that. Yeah, but it's just like Pete Davidson just putting, you know, he's like, yeah, I got my buddies, like you know, MPK, <laughs> best friends with Ben, Jimmy Tatro, put him in there. I mean. Fuck it. I'd do the same thing if I was in his in, in his spot. You do the Adam Sandler thing where everybody gets a vacation? Yeah, look out for your boys, you know? Or your girls. Or both. Wrong Missy. <laughs> Wrong Missy starring David Joey. Um, the, uh, let's see. <laughs> uh, you want me to babysit your kids? I do drugs. <laughs> me. Yeah, it was Today. just like, he's like, I'm high. <laughs> he's like, I know. But uh, okay, the yeah, ex-wife's up- logic there—that like only somebody who's not really that fucked up would tell you they're extremely fucked up. So like, you can watch my kids like that. I that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that was that was good. <laughs> I followed it. I did. I did like the relationship between he and the two kids. Like yeah. I like where it's just like, oh well, he can. He actually this character is empathetic. Like you can feel like. He's not a completely an asshole. He just has to relate to like, I don't know, children. <laughs> it's just those things though that like very long, very long thing for a very short payoff of like. It was showing that he was empathetic, but that whole like uh, the the Harold kid was coming up with his idea for the cartoon at the very beginning. Pete was like, "Oh no, that sucks!" And at the very end of all that shit, he has a kick-ass drawing of his superhero character that he comes <laughs> up with, and it's like. So through all that, it's just one of those, I don't know. I felt like, again, for the common theme of just kind of like took a little bit longer than, than what it should have. But yeah, a superhero, um, which was literally just Frozone from the Incredibles. Yeah. I mean, it literally oh. was just Frozone from the Incredibles, which I didn't get that because they go, okay, they show the, they show the, uh, his artistry and it's better than any tattoo that he puts on bill burr's back Incredible. at the end of that and then i'm like oh so he's gonna go try to no. be like a comic book artist or something like that <laughs> absolutely not yeah. they just don't fucking do anything with it that's just there i thought there was gonna be another joke like i, I thought the i thought that the herald drawing that he showed bill burr his son i thought that was gonna be pete davidson's like i, yeah. I was like oh yeah he still sucks <laughs> bill burr's like you know gonna appreciate it anyways and then when he whipped out that, I was like, that's the best fucking drawing I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Why Burr now has a that? do that. <laughs> Bill Burr now has a series of tattoos on his back that he thinks looks like that kick ass cartoon character. No. It looks nothing like that. Fucking terrible. Um, let's see. Uh Jimmy Tatro, I put like a Jimmy Tatro appearance. Um <laughs> He's like, I can't go to sleep. Put your dip your weed in NyQuil. Shut the fuck up. Um <laughs> 
Okay, what was the purpose of the guy, uh, the most jacked dude I've ever seen coming out of the shower and going up to him and being like, I appreciate your sacrifice. What the fuck was that? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, man. Well, the biggest dude I've ever seen, ever. Like, he's the Yo. most jacked guy. Um, like He just comes up to him naked and he's just like, I appreciate your sacrifice. He's like, oh, I thank forgot you. about that. He's like, he's like, thank you. <laughs> Bad, yeah. Shout out to uh, budget Michael Clark Duncan for playing that role. Some of these scenes feel like fever dreams because, like, I literally don't remember them until y'all are. And I watched this movie last night, but I'm yeah. like, um, there was a man, and then I'm like, you're right, there was a man coming out of a shower that said, "Thank you for your service." And I don't think we ever see that dude no, again partying do. with the firefighters at like the bar. Yeah. What? <laughs> I... Did that guy ever exist? <laughs> this is just actually this is a deeper narrative about Pete Davidson's increasing psychosis. The psychosis and questionable sexuality, like no, he he doesn't even know. He's just yeah, like, no. uh, this is a deeper narrative. <laughs> the uh, what do you call him? Shout out budget Michael Clark Duncan. <laughs> Jesus. Um. So okay. They do the fire thing. Oh, no. The, okay, I keep doing... I wrote down a bunch of line one-liners, but when he goes back to his mom's house and he's just arguing with Joy, that's one of the funniest fucking things. And they're like, eat a dick, Joy. He's like, I had one for breakfast. And he's just like, oh! He's <laughs> just like, Tommy boys are in her face or something like that. But um, then they do the fire thing. Explosion in the sky is great. That comes out of nowhere. They're just kind of running. It looked kind of terrifying i could never be a fucking fireman no thank you no thanks yes nope same couldn't do it um except for jake jake said uh sure to being a fire person yeah i don't know why it, there's just some part of it that appeals to me no i have theories yeah but no like, i don't know if you want my psychoanalysis right now yeah let's get it <laughs> <laughs> off pod we'll get the psychoanalysis <laughs> caitlin um <laughs> steve, something's funny about steve buscemi going like i stopped coke four years ago <laughs> <laughs> i felt like that was a real life line i don't <laughs> believe him the um there uh, and then they talk about the coke story is like he's like tell me the coke story and then they don't <laughs> i don't know he's like they up to that I didn't even realize it. I, I mean, they, I thought it was, I thought it was, it may have been like, I thought it was the separate story of them, um, of him getting on the hood of the car and everything. I yes. felt like it was separate from like him actually doing Coke, but apparently he was just like a Coke fiend. His dad was like a Coke fiend. and was like tripping all oh, the time. That's why that's they were right. watching cartoons and stuff together. That's right. And, Cause they got his cop buddy confused. Cause they were like, Oh, it's the cop buddy that would give him Coke or whatever. And yeah. they were like, no, it's the other cop buddy. And is there a better bar song? Let's like shout out random bar songs. One headlight goes fucking the hard. Wallflowers. In a, in, <laughs> when you're in a bar, I don't care where you are. I like, don't know what that is. I don't know what that is either. You Wait. don't know that. How do you, what? How do you know the, the wallflowers one headlight? I don't know, but Dex and I are both young. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the <laughs> same age as you. I'm You're older than us, bud. You're older than us. I'm 23. 
God. I mean, you don't know that. Come on. All right, never mind. Was that uh, Come on, Eileen? What were you singing? No. Nothing. You know what? It's, it's like a classic 90s sing-along where you don't you know every word, but you don't know any of the words at all. And, and that was great what they were doing. Like, you don't know what you said, but you know what it is. What headlight? Well, get excited for when this episode comes out because I will be opening the podcast with the song. I'm not going to listen. <laughs> You're just going to skip ahead. The spite. I, yeah. Jesus. Um, okay, so they, they do it, and uh, no way Bill Burr would let him give him a fucking tattoo. And I thought it was going to be one tattoo. He gave him. It's like a canvas on his back. He what the fuck? Sketchbooked this man. Back what? full of clip art. <laughs> that was just clip art. One of them, I swear, was just the fucking Pac-Man ghost. And I was it was. Like, yeah. I did like, I mean, you know, the whole one on the shoulder with the new family and the dad and the son. That got mm-hmm. me a little bit. Except like, for their faces look like something out of like a Tim Burton movie. <laughs> yeah. Those were not great. Still working on the eyes, but the. <laughs> I like. I like Marissa Tomei looking with like such terror and then she gets to the family and she's like, oh, it's fine. <laughs> it's I, okay. We're I, she still doesn't say, you can do this. She says, you could do this. <laughs> you could. There's potential here. Yeah, you had to really key in on, you know, you're not quite there, but maybe, maybe you could someday. Seventh round grade, for sure. Um, <laughs> Seventh round. I will say the montage of him getting tattooed is actually pretty good. Just like in the firehouse on the park bench. Yeah. Like that's actually, that's a really good use of the montage. Is this supposed to hurt? Yeah. It's a bunch of fucking needles. Going in you have, okay, you it actually have your hurt new, that bad, children. although you have your potential new wife's ex-husband on your town, on your shoulder. For the rest of your life. Because <laughs> the shrine to my dad's gone. So now mm. you're the shrine. <laughs> I have made you my shrine. You are the shrine to my dead father. Bill, Bill Burr's own kids don't get any love? And no. No. <laughs> That's right. There's no stepkids here. Fucking Harold. Yeah. Like, it, it's not like he tattooed that on his mom. He tattooed on that on his mom's boyfriend who already had... <laughs> That is not married into this family. But but Joey, we've already established from the ex-wife, he doesn't give a fuck about his kids. He's trying to not have custody. We still don't really know if that's true or not. He kind of was just like, you know, he said, she said, oh, okay. I don't know. I believe her. I believe her. Of course you do. Of course you do. (laughs) He feels like a schmuck. And also like the one like... One of the claims, like the Jets, like gambling thing, he doesn't even like dismiss. He's like, "That's fucking true," but like, guess what? It's good. No, they he, got a. They hey, got they three got Denzel picks. Mims and Sam Darnold. We're gonna calm down on that right now. <laughs> oh, that was a funny line too. When Davidson, I don't know if you mentioned that or not. When Davidson was just like, I forget exactly what he said, but just made fun of him for betting on the Jets. Cause like, <laughs> you haven't figured it out yet. How you get betting on the Jets? Yeah, that was that was pretty. The Jets are coming back. No, they're not. <laughs> Apparently that line was improv. That was great. Was it? Yeah. The, the Penny and Davidson tossed out the Jets line in passing and Burr just took it and ran. The um <laughs> the he throws him in the pool, which is just like I'm gonna tell my mom you tried to drown me. It's like above ground pool, you're like eight feet tall. <laughs> <laughs> that that was and they use that in all the um promo for this too, but it was really fucking funny in context. Um 
action bronson siding and he just like man we can't call the cops he's like we got to do something i'm so high right now he's like i'm high too <laughs> the um okay and then one of the last id nothing alike <laughs> the um and then the final funny line to me was when he he just <laughs> they all start hunting and hugging and he's like can you let me go you're so smooth you're like a sea otter <laughs> um yeah all right that's all that's pretty much all i got uh you didn't like bill burr because you had two bad dates in a row that's all i'll say that's not true <laughs> that's, that's not, you did have I, two bad dates in a row i if anyone you went into, i did have you two went into bad this dates with in a, a row however if i was going to hate anyone because of two bad dates i would hate pete davidson because everyone i date is just like pete davidson which is to say bad but like I think That's why you hating, okay. hating, humble brag. I said bad. How is that a humble brag? Everyone I date is like this world famous comedian who has who everyone extreme loves. Pro- problems. But do you mean okay, so we're talking like personality, men, mental makeup, not Yes, physical. no, they well, they're also all very lanky and tall and have dark hair. Every single one of them. They all have Crohn's disease. They all do have <laughs> Crohn's disease. None of them have enjoyed a hot dog in their lives. I don't think so. I don't think anyone I've dated has enjoyed a single thing in their lives, except for saying, hey, follow me on SoundCloud. Um, but like, that's... <laughs> Why am I shooting so much fire today? I'm not that angry anymore. But like... You're shooting I, fire at yourself. I know. <laughs> It's called self-loathing, and it's because I'm like decreasing my steroids you make a right Pete now. Movie about that. I've been on steroids for like seven days, and they're like lowering my dose of steroids, and I think it's it's causing me to hate myself slightly more. But mm. like, I was at peak when I was on forty milligrams of prednisone. Um, but like, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I would hate Bill Burr. I hate Bill Burr because he's trash. That's, Bill Burr is that's a it, kind soul waiting to get out. And you well, know I really do love Bill Burr, but like, I don't remember his fucking name. Roy? Roy Ray? Ray? Ray. Mustache um, McGee? He, he, I, <laughs> I feel as if like his wife is so relatable, though, and I'm like, I believe you. Drunk on a Tuesday? Yeah, <laughs> and, she, and she, he's like, can I smoke in here? And she's like... We'll roll, we'll roll down the windows. I'm like, what, my bitch? You know, 100%. She has a T-shirt in her closet. That's a wine glass that says "Mommy Juice." I'm so <laughs> glad she does. I'm glad she does because she is single-handedly raising those children. Live, so laugh, she love. deserves it. She oh, deserves yeah, to cool. live, laugh, and love. She I- also like just handed her child back to the kid who like gave him a tattoo at nine years she old. She doesn't know. Harold wasn't a snitch. Harold was like, I've never met this Harold, man before. Harold was Actually, Harold down. was a snitch because how else did Bill Burr find the house? He learned his lesson on not About snitching. being a snitch? Yeah, which is like, you, you don't fucking be a snitch. Um, what the fuck up was with that teacher? Yeah, she yeah, was just like, she, are you I mean, a molester? She, no? She okay, does the help right us. thing. She sees she, a stranger with a child in her classroom. She's like... Just tell me the truth. Like, is this like? Do you know this person? <laughs> you can tell me. Okay, fix the paintbrushes. What is that standard? Is it just because she knew that he would? <laughs> also, you can't just walk into a school. Like, that's not yeah, a know. thing that you can do. <laughs> to be fair, they as an adult, that, though, she was like, "Did you go to the front office?" And he was like, "There's a front office." I don't. 
the authorities would have been called. Like you can't just walk into a school as an adult. Especially Especially before you get kicked like out Pete here, Davidson. could you please wash the paintbrushes? The front office goes that dude that tries to sell weed to like eight year olds back. <laughs> like, <laughs> we need the cops right now. Um wash the paintbrushes. No, no, thank you. That's what he's no, like, no, thank no. you. While he's doing it, I was like, that's relatable. <laughs> Nope, no, I would. Nope. I would rather not. Please. <laughs> there, uh, Why am I doing it? There's zero closure with Mod. Yeah. That entire storyline yeah. just stops. Which is disappointing because I feel like she's like one of the grounding forces for him. Yeah, like but, he. We're presented at the very beginning of the film that she's very worried. The second that she leaves, he's going to just begin spiraling, which he does. Yeah. So it means their their whole relationship is very important to him. And the last we see her is her very worried he's going to kill himself because he goes, I have a plan, hangs up, we never see him again. <laughs> he ruined a Halloween party. Damn, I forgot that's the last time he said, yeah. Yeah, her <laughs> last line is, you ruined my Halloween <laughs> party. Like, I'm telling you, there's a sequel in place here, guys. <laughs> there might be. Um, it's going to be It's gonna be like how forgetting Sarah Marshall was the spiritual successor to knocked up or whatever it was oh, yeah. Yeah. The Greek came from forgetting Sarah Marshall as well yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah getting to the Greek was the yep. uh, spiritual success still out of snow is that true um, yeah it was I fucking love that movie uh, yeah. I've never seen get him to the Greek or whatever it's okay. the furry doesn't that have Russell Brand in it it does mm -hmm. I fucking hate Russell Brand okay but... <laughs> <laughs> did not see that one coming <laughs> Yeah, how did we get here? This how did we feel about Joe Rogan, Caitlin? I hate Joe Rogan. All right. Predictably. Like, uh, why did you think I'd like Joe Rogan? I knew you would hate him. That's what I'm fucking <laughs> okay. getting at. He, uh, he gave you a minor league Yankees level pitch there. It was yeah. so soft. For me, swing for, me and a miss. Theme, for me to get redemption. Yep, swing mm, and a miss. Cool. Uh, uh, Igor being catfish was a dumbass storyline. Yeah. Yeah, because then it's just That's like payoff. in jail. Real, like I said, that the whole thing was for them to pay it off in jail. I, okay. I, I, I didn't care or find it funny. Like, yeah, you've gone like, too long on this podcast without mentioning that that's Rico from Hannah Montana. I know. <laughs> that fucked me up. I know. I was um, not ready. I was like, you look so old. Old and greasy. You look like DJ Qualls. Wait. I thought the whole... Take care of my cat sprinkles was like code for continued dealing for me so I could pay my bail and not be here for three, five months. Also, he never ends up taking care of sprinkles, so that was a weird additional line. Yeah, sprinkles yeah. is dead. Sprinkles is <laughs> 100% dead. Um, and the last thing I have is dude was shot in the shoulder. Next time we see him, he's not wearing a sling or anything. He's fine in jail. Yeah. He's got that Wolverine blood. It was just a flesh wound. Um, through and through. Yeah, I think right. like my two favorite lines were when Moises Arias is basically like you where Pete Davidson is you love my tattoos and Moises Arias is like no like no I don't not as much as I said I did I do not I don't like, follow me, me too and then also can we talk about the my vape exploded in my pocket like, <laughs> the whole thing where he's like I didn't get stabbed my vape exploded in my pocket. <laughs> We had a misunderstanding. We're good now. We need to call the cops. What happened? I fell in a thorn bush. Fell in a thorn bush. Um, one second before we move on. Can we talk about Marge being an absolute savage and locking Pete Davidson out of her house? Oh, that was a <laughs> pro move. 
I was, was like, yo, let's go, Marge. Like I said, she was fed up the entire time with his with his antics and then got back and was just like, all right, bye. Like, I fucking love Mar- Marissa May. Marissa Tomei is a queen. 56 years old. Jesus. Um, the <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah. The <laughs> Actually, one of my favorite lines that I did write down was Moises Arias goes like, I regret my friendship with the, with all of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I regret, I regret ever being regret. here. Because he's like a, actually like a kind soul. Like he's hugging Pete Davidson when they're talking about his dead dad and everything. But he's just like, I regret, I regret everything. <laughs> um, all right. So any more notes, Joey, anything else on this movie? I think we've. <laughs> uh, thanks. Uh, oh, actually, I did have one other. Why the fuck with the parent trap? Let's break up the parents storyline. What? what? Oh, yeah, the yeah. one that. Uh, well, I mean, that just. Show, I felt like that showed his immaturity, but it, it was weird that when she comes out and she's just like, "Fuck you, Pete," and "Fuck you, Bill," like it both like "fuck you" to both of them. So I I didn't know why she was just like not letting Bill Burr explain, but also yeah. I don't know because no he threw her son oh, in a pool. Yeah, fuck Actually, him. But we I. I, I that was one note I forgot to write down because I was kind of yelling at you guys last night. <laughs> we don't get the scene where Pete Davidson tells his mom everything he learned about Bill Burr. Yeah. We leave the ex-wife's house immediately into the pool fight scene. I feel like that's an important conversation to show on screen. But like, hey, guess what I found out about the guy you're fucking? He's a gambling addict. Apatow, the also- one thing that Apatow didn't cut out of this movie. <laughs> We also didn't talk about the lead on Pete Davidson fucking Bill Burr's ex-wife. Why did oh, yeah, that, that not whole happen? Scene. Why did they not fuck? I literally was so certain. For sure. Yeah. yeah. My revenge plan is to sleep with the ex-wife. Which would have been hilarious and I would have been on board for. That's they such a off. missed. That was such a missed opportunity. I don't know. Sad. 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 Um, all right, so we <laughs> uh, we want to do top four for Twitter. We don't okay. do top five around here. Top four for Twitter. Apatow Projects Draft. So it can be anything he wrote, directed, or <laughs> Caitlin's ready. Wrote, directed, or produced. So he has a lot of production credits, not a lot of directing credits. That's why I wanted to do this. But he's written more things than you actually think so as well. So Mm -hmm. the draft order goes like this. Jake, Caitlin, Royden, Joey, Dex. And Joey, a little backstory here. Uh, Jake has always taken Caitlin's first-round pick in the entirety that we've always done this. Mm -hmm. So no matter Mm -hmm. what it is. Because we have the same energy. I'm just like 10 years younger. Like, I will say I'm I'm trying to build a dream team right now. I got like a McCaffrey, Mahomes, Duck <laughs> situation going on that I'm gonna lose all of them. I just need my first round, and I think you've told me you're not gonna take it, but I just I need don't it. think so. Okay. See. I don't think so. All right. So again, Jake, Caitlin, Jake, Caitlin, Roy, and Joey Dex. We're doing a snake draft. All right. Go ahead, Jake. All right. Uh, first rounder. This movie has meant so much to me. For so long, I've loved every second of it. It is a movie I quote daily. It is Forgetting Sarah Marshall. I knew Damn that. It. Yay! Fuck. It's what I thought yeah. it was. That Number is. one overall. I know. I know. It's it's I knew it. probably a second rounder, but that is a movie that has meant so much to me for so many years. I it 
I watched it almost like every day in college. I think I own it three different times on DVD. Like it is, it is a movie I have loved. <laughs> the 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 inside of you song is still a classic. <laughs> I just went from six to midnight. Oh, it's gr- yeah, no, it, it's it's great for sure. But it's like you're you're drafting for. Uh, you're drafted for one, not need. You're not. You're not going best player available. <laughs> <laughs> Joey with the draft critique. <laughs> Just savagery. <laughs> I'll take Look, David Johnson the Trubis- first. I don't you care. You took Trubisky when Mahomes and Watson. Were <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I have, last year I fucking did that. I took Trubisky and oh, Lamar. No. Oh god! Damn it, dude. <laughs> Fucking terrible. I believe in the Bears way more than I should ever believe in the Bears. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're Bill Burr. Yeah. Um, <sighs> all right, Caitlin. Okay. You... Oh, okay. Go, go, go ahead. Um. So we're we're agreeing TV shows are fine, right? Yeah. Correct. Okay. If he's produced it or written it. Freaks and geeks, motherfucker. Yep. yep. Yeah. That was that was um, my second rounder. That was the easiest one for me. I freaks and geeks was like my favorite show when I was like twelve. And like, cause it got on Netflix, I think that year, like it was on DVD mm-hmm. and you could get it off Netflix. And I watched it like that season, like over and over and over again. Um, that's it. Like, I don't feel like I have to explain to people why Freaks and Geeks is good. No, it's great. And I feel like it set up a lot of people's careers, but yeah. again, we're yes. drafting for want, not need. <laughs> <laughs> like Joey was um, this is a want right now this is uh this is going well for me this, this was a need i feel as a freaks and get i knew that it would have come this up was, this would have been a need for me because i knew he was going to take it next like so i would have gotten it <laughs> no we go so back you just in play the, the draft to block me <laughs> literally i'm just doing this to block jake from taking my first round pick yet a fucking gun and oh. i was right <laughs> all right you, so jake. i i in no way thought i would get this um, it's between two right now, but I gotta go super bad. Okay. Yep. Damn it. Damn Righto. it. Yeah. So that it's, was it is actually, the yeah. defining comedy of an entire decade, mm-hmm. which is crazy to say because it came out in like 2007, but it made the careers of so many people, including Seth Rogen who wrote it. But like, it is the it is the funniest and one of the best comedies I think of all time. And if you don't think so, I'll fight you. I'll come to meet me in Temecula. Like that, that's <laughs> um, yeah. So I can't believe I got that in the first round. Of the I've never kick. seen Superbad. What so the like, fuck, yeah. <laughs> dog? I, I saw that in high school. My is that the one with Nick Lovin in it? Is that it? Yeah. So uh, I intentionally never so watched gross. it because my dad quotes the McLovin line like all the fucking time. And it's shout just out, a, Paul. Come on the podcast, yeah. Paul. Take my place. But, yeah, I don't know. That was an act of rebellion, and I'm sticking with it. Caitlin's ain't never played anybody, Paul. She's picking Freaks and Greeks in the first round, Paul. <laughs> um, all right, Joey, go ahead. You, I'm glad Caitlin does not know what I'm talking about. I'm, <laughs> I'm, so I'm glad Dex knows what I'm talking about. I got you. I get the fine bomb reference, trust me. I do. Yeah. Um, this is uh, you. So I'm similar situation to Caitlin here. You took what was going to be somehow my first round pick here with super bad, but I'm going forty year old virgin. Fuck I feel yes. like it's just 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 uh, on the same level as super bad. I mean, what what a cast, what uh, an idea for a film. 
I mean, right away, four-year-old virgin, you're hooked. How did somebody not think of this already? Uh, just absolutely hysterical with Paul Rudd and Seth Rogen being in there too. And obviously Steve Carell is hilarious. Um, yeah, give me give me four-year-old virgin all day. The One of the most like quoted things on sports talk radio or everything is 40-year-old virgin and Anchorman. <laughs> Like you were I saying, like it is Anchorman. Anchorman's great, and you know it. We're not gonna have this debate. I like Christina Applegate. <laughs> um, but yeah, it is one of the most overquoted movies, and the Ah Kelly Clarkson is um, a class. Is a classic. It also, it also started Mindy Kaling's career, so that's always fun. We wouldn't oh, have had Mindy Kaling without Forty Year Old Virgin. So, my shout favorite. out to Mindy Kaling story from that is the reason the Kelly Clarkson line is on there is because originally it was just going to be nonstop um, him cussing as they were ripping off the chest hair but then one of the uh, executive producers was like hey if this makes it onto TV or something this whole scene will get cut out so we had to uh, refilm it with something that would be TV appropriate and so they started just writing down what they think would be TV appropriate lines and some person jokingly wrote down Kelly Clarkson and I think it was Seth Rogen. Yeah, Steve Carell read it, and they thought it was the funniest shit ever. <laughs> and they were right. Give me four-year-old version. That's a great pick. Solid pick. All right, Dex. First, last pick of the first round. Yeah, so uh, I'm going to go with uh, a pick that I know I won't be able to get if I go if I wait on it, so I'm just going to take it now. I'm going to go Step Brothers. It's- oh, damn it. No Classic one is comedy. taking the ones I feel like they should. <laughs> You're gonna I don't know what that like means. Girls and all these niche. Why do you think I'm I feel like Kayla and I are because you fight. said that you liked it. I do like girls. I, a terrible I, show. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm actually in the process of. I ju- me and my wife just started girls today. <laughs> I'm like I like. I'm a huge Adam Driver fan. Same. So I, yeah. No, I discovered him through that, but it gets harder. I tried to rewatch it. I also really like Allison Williams. I think she's pretty underrated, but it's also like, I feel like it's hard knowing what we know now about Lena Dunham, I think sometimes to watch that show mm. retrospectively. Um, she likes, yeah, it's. Anyway, Step Brothers. <laughs> I teabagged a drum set. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Another very, very sports talk radio quotable uh, thing. Step Brothers. Catalina Wine Mixer. What a good ass. The the um, Adam Scott is the funniest character, I think, in like all of one of <laughs> hadn't had a carb in five years. Um, Dane Cook on HBO. Let's go. <laughs> um, I forgot about Dane Cook. I don't know. Yeah, that's a great pick, Dex. Because that was though one of those movies that was ruined for me because like that it was like early memes. Yeah, and they're people, all step. Yeah, and people yeah. coming into like eighth grade being like, "You know, I cheat back your drum set." Did we just become best friends? Yes. Karate <laughs> so awesome. in the garage. Um. All right, Joey. Back up to you. Nah, it's me, no. fam. Oh, wait, doing? wait. Fuck. Get out of here. He gets Shit. a second pick. Did you get lost wrong. in the snake in the first round? I'm nervous. <laughs> I'm nervous. <laughs> this one I don't know if anybody is going to pick, but I just really fucking like this movie, so I'm going to take it. The Big Sick. It's <laughs> hilarious. Obviously someone's going to take it. That should have been first round. <laughs> God damn it. 
God damn it. Fucking. What's I don't know. I saw it in theaters and I was just like, this is fucking amazing. Like, I just, that is a really good movie. I haven't I, been able to watch it since because, like, I just haven't gotten around to it. But, like, I will never forget just sitting in the theater just being like, I did not expect to be this fucking moved and also laugh this much. Kamal Nanjiani is, like, so good. And, like, I so underrate hot. so on yeah he's fucking really hot like he got super shredded recently and i'm like what the fuck that's but not like, fair you can't be that funny and that good looking i know it sucks <laughs> well how dare you is what it is i guess but yeah dude i thought big sick was gonna go much faster i yeah. that's like what i consider probably the best apatow film wow yeah. it's definitely his best one of his best of his most recent films for sure yeah well and nanjani like the fact that's also based off of a true story like that's literally Mm -hmm. him and his wife's love story i think it's just super cool yeah it's literally she was in a coma um and like they weren't together and like a bunch of other yeah him getting her thumbprint when she's in a coma is the (laughs) fucking funniest thing (laughs) like sorry (laughs) the uh and shout out ray romano Another yes. Ray Romano comeback. Um, so all right. good in that. Shockingly. Big sick. That's a great pick, Dex. All right, go ahead. Brilliant. Man, oh, man. I, I feel I, I getting great value here coming in the second round, starting with this one. Give me Pineapple Express. Oh, okay. Okay. I think, I mean, in my IMO, in my opinion, I could have if somebody if one of you would take a pineapple express number one, I'd be like, sure, absolutely. So, <laughs> I mean, me getting it right here, I'm feeling I'm feeling great about it. I mean, another I think it came out what was it, two thousand eight. <laughs> Why did you just have that? <laughs> I've been looking at his movies. Oh. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I had it right here. Uh and it's just it was one of the, I was a freshman in high school and I saw it and even at the time it was like I understood most of it. Didn't understand all of it, but I grew with the movie as you know, mm-hmm. the more I saw it, the older that I got. So it's James Franco playing a stoner. It would have fucking it would have it would have called that one, huh? But uh, <laughs> the um I thought hurricane season was over. The um <laughs> Danny McBride between the drug dealer, I mean it's yeah. Danny McBride's character in that is when that was like my first introduction to Danny McBride. Um fucking the one thing that i quote from that movie the ent- entire time when they go in there and they're like what's up man he's like i'm just in here trying to get a motherfucking scholarship uh, <laughs> <it's>, um, <laughs> um craig Tom. robinson too yeah, yeah. craig yeah. robinson i seen it Warm tips. <laughs> <laughs> um man good pick uh i'm surprised that i'm able to get this right now i think people have not come around on not liking this movie but um knocked up okay Okay. Yeah. God bless. That's fine. fine. You can have it. It gets very dark, though. Like, you know, maybe it's just the realness of it. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I think it. I think it's Seth Rogen's best of those of those comedies. I think. I think it's one of. I don't know. I just. I really enjoy that and go back and watching it and having all of them together living in one house and the back and forth between between them and the rebuttal is like. He's like, uh, what is it? You look like late stage. Thank you, late stage John Lennon. And he's just like, 
how'd you get pink eye the pink eye joke is really funny i don't know i fucking love that movie um i just just think it's another one of those movies and i like it like i think the chemistry between um rogan and katherine heigl is actually like really fucking good and it's one of the best movies she's in like oh for sure but it's like i feel like it's another one of those movies like like not breaking bad like but as a tv series where it's like a woman doing normal shit and also having normal reactions to things gets like weirdly demonized <laughs> for no fucking It's very reason. much of the time. It's very like, much of the time. And I'm always just like, huh, I don't know. This feels it's like you very, just fucking hate women. <laughs> very much of the time. And I am still very traumatized by the birthing scene in that yeah. movie. But uh, <laughs> Jay Baruchel walking in there and being like, don't go in there. You don't ever want to go in there. Um, all right. So, Caitlin. Yes. Um, mine's Trainwreck. That's yeah. my pick. Um, yep. for many reasons. Um, namely, Bill Hader is a fucking god. And, I like, I love anything that he's in. But also, I think if there's a performance that made Amy Schumer likable, I think it's Trainwreck. And she is an easily unlikable comedian Mm. and uh for many problematic reasons but like i don't know i also found that movie super deeply relatable like it's one of those it's one of the apatow like heartfelt movies that's about growth and i don't know i really related to it in a lot of ways i came out when i was like 19 and like going through a really i think crazy phase in my life so like I think a lot of people relate to it, like the commitment phobia, the not wanting what's best for you. Shout out, uh, shout out LeBron James trying his so best. good in it, so good in it. I think he's that great is, in it. That is a great just use of comedy to have Bill Hader be best friends with LeBron James for no reason, and for them to play <laughs> basketball against each other, and LeBron is actually trying and shutting him down. Like that is just great writing. Well, and it's just like Bill Hader is just like perfect. Like any, I don't know. And it's the best movie I think he's been in because like I think he tried to do a lot of like art house films after that. Skeleton like, Twins is good. I, I, uh, <laughs> it's, it's fine. I, it. I like the scene where they're lip syncing. That's uh, a good scene. Oh, yeah, Barry that's is it. great. Barry is Barry's great. great. No, great. he gets. But I mean, like that's after he did a huge phase of movies yeah. that I think were not as good. All right, Jake. That's, it. that's a good pick. Uh, I, I did like end up liking Trainwreck. I, I love Trainwreck. I, I really like it. I saw um, it my mom. My mom liked it. John. She loved John Cena. Everyone <laughs> should love John Cena. John Cena. John Cena. All right, Jake. Um. So, in no particular order, because I get the back to back. Uh. For number two, I'm taking Bridesmaids. Fuck you! Damn it! Fuck you! <laughs> oh, that was my that felt, next pick! That feels all suddenly really good. Yeah. I hate <laughs> <No>. you. <laughs> that is a movie that whenever it is on, does not matter what the scene is, doesn't matter if it's like the last five minutes, I will stop and watch it. Same. It is. It never stops being funny. It never. I know the jokes that are coming. I can tell you the jokes that are coming, and it's. I still laugh. It's so good. It's just perfect like rose burn maya rudolph like uh what's his fucking name chris o- chris o'dowd chris o'dowd who i became like obsessed with after that movie mm-hmm. and started watching it crowd because of it 
Like their fuck, relationship this- is really good. Like they have great chemistry between Wig and O'Dowd. That's- it's so perfect. And the stupid like uh-huh. office. Ah, they're meat cute. So good. Fuck. I the hate, um, I hate you. The role that uh, I wanted to call him Don Draper. The role that he was born to play. Oh, Johnny Ham. John Ham, oh, just Jeff. a stupid asshole. It's it's a great. You're like he's, number three. <laughs> <laughs> he's incredible in in that and like Kimmy Schmidt and everything. Like, oh, he's so good in Kimmy Schmidt. As far as, far as like as far as comedy goes. No, I know uh, the one one take pod. Y'all's y'all's podcast says this a lot, but like. I think Ken Jack and stuff has said before when I've been listening is that is that he is way better at comedy than he is in anything drama. And that that's where it started. It's actually incredible. Yeah, man. What a fucking steal there with Bridesmaids. For you, though. That's that's great. All right. Uh, real quick. Your second pick. Your yeah, third pick. Me? Anchorman. Oh, no. Him. Anchorman. Shit. Anchorman. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I don't even care what I get in the fourth. I'm I'm so glad I got all of that. Uh, yeah, Anchorman. That's I don't remember when I saw it. I saw it in theaters, so whenever that came out. Um, but that is a movie that has stuck with 2004. Damn, that is a movie that has stuck with me since I was 14 years old. That is <laughs> that is the hardest I think I've ever laughed at a movie. That and Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. Just that is I'm some... just too young to like. <laughs> this is the funniest thing I've ever seen. All right. That is a movie that my marriage is that that is the foundation of my marriage because Mallory and I used to Facebook each other Anchorman quotes <laughs> as a way of flirting. That's amazing. Some when I was like twenty, I think one of my first dates was like watching Anchorman, and I think that's part of the reason I really fucking don't like that movie. But like I because he just kept trying to make me like Anchorman and I feel like there's a culture around Anchorman that I resent slightly, but it is good. And Christina Applegate's very good. What what's um what's what's the culture? Just like <laughs> <laughs> Just like, I like movie or anything, but just like, <laughs> it's the quoting thing, I think, just like mostly. Like that it's like you have to like this movie that is just like objectively really good. And that mm-hmm. like I get annoyed anytime someone tells me I have to like something. <laughs> and I immediately am like, now I don't like it. And I feel like there's You're a like contrarian, this, that's what yes, you're I saying. Oh, yeah. okay. Isn't isn't that what I've said this entire fucking podcast? Is like I don't yeah. like things purely. For the last two months. <laughs> yeah, I'm like I feel like I've been consistent. Um, let's see. So it is Caitlin. Yeah. So my third pick is a bad pick, and I know it's a bad pick, but I I really like this movie, uh, which is Heavyweights. With oh, the Disney Channel original. <laughs> yeah. It's like one of his first films, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's partially because my grandma is weirdly good friends with the Stillers. So like literally like like not not Ben Stiller like his parents who recently passed away. Uh, R.I.P. Yeah, because they're all from Oyster Bay, New York. <laughs> like I don't, and they all golf together. But like my grandma would literally put it on when I was a kid and just like name drop and be like I fucking know them and like blah blah blah. So I have like a lot of really good memories around heavyweights. Also, I was a morbidly obese kid when I was a child, and this movie provided a lot of catharsis i guess because i definitely did go to a fat camp and i liked the fact that they made the fat camp people pay <laughs> that's it. okay 
Alrighty uh, then. <laughs> not bitter in any way. I everyone knows I'm bitter in my family. I got sent to a YMCA fat camp, and I think oh my about God. it a lot. I'm so sorry. It's uh, fun to stay at the YMCA. YMCA. You're just so. Why are you so? The fat? the. the <laughs> all right, my uh, third pick, real quick. Um, kind of digging down in the barrel here but i i do remember loving this movie so much it's problematic now and uh a lot of gay panic in it but um it's very funny talladega nights god damn it damn it the ballad of ricky bobby it is another one that's like an eighth grade culture yeah Yeah. (laughs) so fucking funny when you were a kid but like i probably probably go the the little kids in that and like (laughs) uh i'm all all hopped up on mountain dew yeah, the that and them going. His dad is the funniest character in that. He's like, I found a whole rat in my Cobb salad. Applebee's has rats. He's Applebee's the funniest fucking thing. Is I'm gonna go. How about y'all dig a hole, and I'm gonna go grab another beer. Now, somebody didn't love you as a child. Probably right. That's a nickel. Oh uh, God! So many quotes on these fucking. We're, we're movie quote guys. That's what we're yeah, doing. we. Just, this is what we turned into. <laughs> Uh, uh, and you ask me what culture and I'm like oh. this is the culture I don't like I don't like any of you people sounds who know <laughs> movie quotes yeah, sounds about hate. white sound, <laughs> sounds about white um, let's see Joey go ahead this is me oh I'm excited about this one I'm probably going to get some for it I think but talk about a weird comedy that was like a part of my childhood that we I just fucking loved. Give me um kicking and screaming. The soccer child so many like underlying funny things from that movie that I just remember finding hysterical and I still do, but especially as a kid. Uh the whole dynamic between him and James Con yeah. Is that no it's Robert Duvall. Yeah. yeah Robert Duvall is his dad who's like, you know, just fucking hard ass successful type a dude and will ferrell's selling the vitamins and he's kind of like you know a little little softer around the edges and everything the ditka part i love it give me Call- t- give me give me kicking screaming pick pick number three calling That's mike good. ditka juice box boy is objectively one of the funniest things ever put on film when he makes the dude run the lap and he's timing him the the, the dad because he didn't yeah. pick up is juice box trash or whatever? That's just tuck in your shirt. Um, you have some pride. Tuck All right, in your shirt. This is really hard now because I'm realizing I haven't seen a lot of Judd Apatow movies in a very long time. <laughs> uh, a lot of great stuff same. is gone. Let's go with shit, shit, shit. I'm just waiting for you to take girls, just because. I've never seen girls. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go with another movie I've never seen, but I know we'll go later. Walk Hard, the Dewey Cox story. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah that's, Wait, you just took just it say, to take it? Yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> Side unseen. He, he straight Rob Royden. <laughs> you just took it to make Royden's day back. <laughs> Fucking dickhead. <laughs> Royden did all the scouting for me. At least... <laughs> At least when Jake takes stuff from me, I know he means it and wants it. You just took that to be a dick. (laughs) You're exactly right. (laughs) Yeah, but think about what Royden's about to give away to trade in. Mm. 
Yeah, Royden, come off some draft capital in the future. Let's go. Uh, I will trade you knocked up in a future first for that. <laughs> <laughs> Pass. Pass. <laughs> yeah. I don't fucking want it. All right, Joey, go ahead. It's still me. Damn it! <laughs> You're, it's like you keep you've never getting done this lost before. in your own snake. <laughs> I'm gonna go with a movie none of us have ever talked about before. Um, oh, okay. I don't think any of us have actually seen it. I'm gonna go with The King of Staten Island. <laughs> Oh, yeah. that's fair. That's fair. Are we allowed to fair. take what the movie you were talking about? I took Titanic before. last week. <laughs> Why yeah, is this your time. theme? <laughs> I don't like this. Now it's Joey. Now it's me. It's number four. I'm scrolling IMDb. Um, fuck. Please do not take what I'm about to say. <laughs> I don't think. Ah! I like this. Right. This is uh, going to. This is going to. I think this might be a little curveball, but I'm going to go with not a feature film. Okay. Ooh. I'm going to go with Jerry before Seinfeld. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Wow. I feel like the executive produced it. I'm a big Seinfeld fan. And <laughs> I thought it was a cool, I thought it was a cool uh, little special. You know, it was like a net, it was like a comedy special that had the weave in of Jerry's story uh hence the title and ah, i i'll take that number four i mean i don't have a problem with that one of the yeah no go ahead i mean we're gonna if you took freaks and geeks i think you can take yeah you can take sign yeah yeah yeah, the seinfeld special the um that was actually one of the better netflix specials uh, that have been put out recently and i actually i'm not like i don't know i i did like that and i'm not a huge seinfeld guy but that that was incredible. The um, this feels out. like when the Spurs take a foreign player and you're just like, oh shit, he must be great. <laughs> he must be great. He great. We don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. That's a that's an honor. <laughs> Patty Mills. Uh, the <laughs> let's see here. I don't know sports. Sports, um, because she I, does comedy. Hey, we got it in, oh, guys. We got, we got it, it in. I do comedy. <laughs> Right. I do improv. I do my, improv. Uh, my final pick um, is a movie that did not get enough love when it came out, and it will set the bar for comedies to come, and I mean this forever. Pop star, never stop, never stopping. No. <laughs> I fucking love that movie. You're trash. What? <laughs> You're just fucking tr- That sucks so bad. God. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, that's my. I'm sorry. <laughs> you picked a one season show with your first round pick. Yes, that everyone agrees should have been more than one season. It's a cult fucking classic. God. Mm. I, don't like you. I don't like you and where you come from. This is absolutely a great film. Explain why. Why? Great club. I mean, Sandberg. I mean, that's. It, just because yeah, it's it Sandberg doesn't mean it's good. Yes, yeah, but like the Lonely Island boys, you know, you got that whole thing. I mean, yeah. it's funny. It's a four-round it, pick. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Thank it's you. It's a flyer. It's a flyer. Uh, someone I'm happy with any value you can get at this point. Someone so, has to be divisive on this, and that is my he's, role. You don't. You don't have. He's got to build up a trade fodder so he could get um whatever Dex took. You don't have to not like things to not like. Come on, man. Yes, I do. Okay. <laughs> Your pick. Um, Which one it- are you going with, genius? 
girls. Literally, that's, that's all that's left. But also, like, it, that is not all that's left that I want to pick. But wow. um, I don't know. Girls mattered a lot to me when it first came out. Like, I think it's a really for like in my friend group, it was a super formative show. Un- like, it sucks that everything with Lena Dunham, but like, I don't know. It was super formative. I. I learned. I thought that's what dating would be like. I watched it when I was seventeen, and I had like a poster of the girls' cast like in my room, like for real. I was totally obsessed with it, and I don't know. It also basically defined my dating choices because every guy I've ever been out with is like an ugly version of Adam Driver, <laughs> like not a good-looking version of. And Adam also Driver. Pete Davidson. <laughs> and so, which they look similar. They're just like lanky tall boys. Do they look with dark similar? hair? With dark hair. Davison's the like loser older brother to Adam Driver who became successful. Yes. yes. But they look kind of related. I could I don't know. I'm not totally out of left field here. I don't know. It's a good it's a good show. I forget Zasia Mamet's really good in it. Um I don't hey, know. I'm she did it. I'll probably watch another episode before I go to bed. I like it. So. What y'all are in the first season, right? Oh yeah, yep. Yeah just started it nice nice it's good i knew you would pick that yeah i said <laughs> i've liked i like that show god <laughs> Brayden, we're okay right i don't, <laughs> I, I don't okay? think you guys are we're, <laughs> are we okay? there is no recovery no. <laughs> Brayden, i'm so sorry no no she's not my Brayden, i'm sorry She's not. You're not. I'm not podcast sorry, beef. but I'm podcast sorry. Beef. <laughs> I don't Hashtag, care. Whatever. Moving on. My feelings are cancel Royden. My fit. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> you already did that. Jake, take All right. us home. Jake, take us home. Final split. We'll get off. Um, You know what? I'm okay with taking this flyer. Uh, I'm taking Begin Again. Oh, I love Begin Again. Mark Ruffalo, Keira Knightley. That's a good movie. James Corden shows up for some reason. Yeah, as per usual, just there. And then Adam Levine basically admits his entire Maroon 5 career where he sells off, sells out. I forgot about that movie, like, completely, actually. I've never seen it. So, fourth round pick. It's good. I like it. It was either that or the five-year engagement. I And I want to because I love Siegel. I love him so much. How did did how did he not do I Love You, Ma'am? Yeah, actually. That's a very that. much a Judd Apatow film. That I really don't is. know how he had zero involvement in that. Um, Weird. All right. Yeah, anyway, uh, Pleaks left on the board. This is 40. Wanderlust, Anchorman 2. Um, get him to the Greek, which I actually do like. Uh, damn, no. Uh, yeah. <laughs> breaks down changes mind that's all right undrafted free agent yeah damn undrafted free agent all right uh he also did a lot of producing on the larry sanders show which is actually really Mm -hmm. good and the cable guy so i forgot he did the cable guy yeah um all right so that is our show joey thank you very much tell them where they can find what you're selling yeah, thanks guys for having me. Uh, a lot of fun talking movies and, and getting away from, you know, sports and all that kind of shit. So uh, just follow me at Joey Molinaro on, on all the socials. Uh, last name M-U-L-I-N-A-R-O. And uh, we'll have some fun. So I appreciate it. 
not Molinaro. It's all right either no. way. I'll no. just give you some shit, but yeah. that's I grew up yeah. with the Molinaro. It's all good. But uh, guys, a lot of fun talking movies with you, and um, I'm sure hopefully we can do it again. Yeah, we'll wrap this up. Thank you for letting us uh, bully you, bullying you into uh, coming onto the podcast. Yeah. I appreciate it. <laughs> um, all right, so you can find us at the One Take Pod. This is number one take pod on twitter and instagram just depends on what platform that you like you can find us on apple itunes spotify and google podcasts uh please go on rate a five-star review and uh joey will come back on i don't know that's true, but, but like but then uh, star wars people at all i can talk for six days about star wars yeah, let's do sure. it I, fine I, I like star wars I hated the last one, but that's that's neither here nor there. The um, you can find us at the one take pod, uh, one take podcast show at gmail.com, one take podcast show at gmail.com, and one take podcast.simplecast.com. Download, rate, subscribe. Dex, what are we doing? Hashtag support Florence Pugh. Hashtag don't do crime. Hashtag I do comedy. Hashtag Black Lives Matter. <laughs> hashtag Another hat. We have oh. so many hashtags now. <laughs> Good can God we, Almighty. Can you reduce? <laughs> yeah. We can get we rid take, of hashtag I do crime because, like, if you look at I do crime on I Twitter. I do crime. <laughs> don't do crime. Don't do crime. I, do, I just like, a, let's get rid of I do comedy. Let's talk. All right. Don't do crime. All right. It's a book for view. And we're out. Touch a bit, little bit. Beside him now, living my life, getting our dreams. People told me slow my road.